What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Ring the Bell, uh, Phillies podcast. I am Christy Francesco. Jason Kent with me, as always. Jason, what's going on, man? It's another beautiful day. You know, another great week. Another great week. Yeah, we we both wanted. We assumed five and two. They went six and one uh, in that seven game homestand. Um, overall, before we get to the nitty gritty here, what was your thoughts on on the past week? I know they dropped one on on Sunday. I I really wanted that 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 full yeah. sweep week. Uh, it would have been awesome. Um, but you know, I guess you know when you go six and zero oh out of seven, and then uh, yeah. It's hard. It's it's hard to keep that up. You know that bad team's gonna win one. So um, <laughs> that's why I laughed. Thoughts? I was I was sitting around Friday. Friday, I was just sitting around Friday. I'm like, my guess. I was. I said, I'd be happy if they're five and two. We're already at five on Saturday or Friday. I'm like, okay, let's let's get one more. We can, we can't lose both. Yeah. But um, they're doing what good teams do, and I've said this to you before in the yeah. um, over text last few weeks, like. These are games I do feel in the past they've lost, especially the last two years. These are games they haven't pulled out. They've really collapsed down the stretch. Mm-hmm. And this is a team ever since they got rid of Girardi, even, even after Harper went down, they just – they're doing what good teams do. And it's, it's very exciting to watch right now. It's, it's, it's bringing back those, you know, 07 to 20, 2011 years, kind of that type of feeling. Mm-hmm. They didn't really – they didn't really, you know, they pitched okay. Some of the games are closer than you want, but yeah, they're they're closing they're closing them out, which is which is a good thing. It's it's really good to see, and it's um, even though we you know we got slacked by the Mets, it's really good to see them beat the teams they're supposed to beat. Yeah, these are the kind of games that you don't want to lose because when you get to the end of September and you're you know you might be on the border of making the playoffs, you're going to look back. You know, you would look back at a week like this where wow, they had six uh, they had seven games against Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. And, you know, they went um, three and four, right, or, or four and three. You know, th- those are losses that could really hurt. But to go six and one, I mean, you're not going to get an ounce of complaining uh, from me. Um, you know, Noah Syndergaard was really good this past week. Uh, Aaron Nola was just absolutely lights out, like just like near perfect in his start. So uh, yeah, he, he really was. Uh, we just got to get him to do something like that uh, continuously against much better teams, um, which you got to really hope for. Um, let me just ask you this. We haven't really, you know, delved into the difference between the, the Girardi Phillies and the Rob Thompson Phillies. What do you think has been such, what's been the, 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 the difference maker between the two guys with this baseball team? Because, Girardi got had Harper. Thompson didn't get to have a Harper for the majority of the time that no. he's taken over. Um, what do you what think? Is it like a seven fifty clip right now. I know. He's, and what do you think is the major difference here? Girard, see, because Thompson's all to do, but Girardi, I don't know, because I, I just heard from a lot of Mets fans, and I don't know. He said it like Girardi wears out as welcome. Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't – I really liked the Girardi's hiring because I thought he was a pretty good manager. He just – I don't know. It seemed like he, it seemed like he lost the locker room for whatever reason. It seemed like they weren't really playing for him. They didn't really care. And once Thompson came in, it looked like something switched on this team and because they were totally underachieving that first – you know, the first 30 games of this season. And once yeah. – it, it just looks like they played looser. It looks like – it just looks like they're free where it seems like maybe Girardi kind of kept a tense locker room. It looks like 
Thompson's more of a player. It, it kind of has that Charlie feel to it. Yeah, they're just going sure. out there playing. They're really just being themselves and having a good time. Yeah, um, I, I agree with you. I think it's more of a he's a much, you know, more of a player's manager, kind of like Charlie was. Uh, and, and, you know, I remember the same thing with Girardi. I have a couple of really good friends who are diehard Yankees fans. And I remember as soon as Girardi was hired, I texted them immediately. I said, hey, you know, obviously I, I know about Joe Girardi because, you know, when you spend 10 years with the Yankees, you've got to be doing something right. And um, so I asked them, you know, what kind of scouting report can you give me on on Girardi as a head coach? And they said, look, he's he's a fiery guy. Um, you know, players would want to run through a wall with him for him. However, just be prepared that he is going to destroy your pitching staff and he is going to be brutal with the bullpen. Um, and that pretty much is kind of what happened here under Girardi. Um, I mean, you're talking about historically bad bullpens under him. Oh, uh, and uh, and same thing with starting pitching. Uh, sometimes that's personnel, but nonetheless, um, you know, like a lot of people know, based on, on my social media, I'm a huge Mariners fan. And they have, outside of Luis Castillo um, and Robbie Ray, it's kind of the same situation the Phillies have. The other three guys they have are just guys, but somehow they're getting through six, seven innings, surrendering two runs, and it's up to their their the offense, which isn't that great, to throw three or four or five runs together to get a win. But the other thing that the Mariners have is the best bullpen in baseball. Uh, that's the that's but we're looking at the same thing with the Phillies now, same sort of rotation. It looks like they're getting. They're going to start getting more quality starts out of Cindergard. Their he bullpen. Really he didn't look good yesterday. He looked tough. No. That was tough. Yeah, that was tough. That one was tough. That was a tough game. Um, Let's go back to But his previous start, he was pretty good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so hopefully that can get a little settled. You know, tonight we're recording this Monday night. We're about a half hour away from the first of a three-game set in Arizona. You got Ranger Suarez pitching Monday night. You're going to hope to get five, six innings out of him. I really been like it. He's been looking really good. And I know. I didn't think he'd be able to keep it up the like the way he's pitched all season. Like yeah, the, even the last month he may not have the wins, and he, I, he's not a guy that's probably going to go out and give you seven. Right. But he can still give you five of shutdown ball. I agree. And he's uh, really well. And the Phillies bullpen has been really good, and you gotta you just gotta keep it going. It looks like Sir Anthony Dominguez said he's felt he he threw today or Sunday. Uh, and a little bit uh, Monday, and he feels great apparently. So hopefully, that's somebody who can come back into the fold uh, sooner rather than later. Um, so under Thompson, man, I just feel like uh, it's really hard to explain. Uh, maybe, like you said, maybe his voice just got lost. Maybe he just wasn't. There was times where you and I would text each other, where I where I would text you like. Man, Girardi just looks like he's just there. He's just showing up to the to punch a clock and then go home. Like he didn't have that fire that he had in New York. It was just almost like he just didn't care. Um, where Thompson, he's that he's 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 a Charlie kind of guy where he's he's laid back. He's gonna analyze every situation, but he's gonna let his players be his be who they are. Um, I think he's done very well with the lineup. I think he's done really well with the bullpen. Um, and now with Harper back, I, I, I want to see, you know, how he's going to really start piecing this lineup together. 
I know Castellanos is missing Monday night. He's probably going to miss the series because of a, of a turf toe issue. That's why he's been uh, getting taken out of games late in the last week. Um, and it sucks because he's been smashing the baseball. Um, but still, I think this team under Rob Thompson, man, it's just – if he was I, – I, I shudder to think what's going on if he was here the entire season because you're looking at a manager of the year candidate. Oh, and, no doubt. So, I mean, I don't know how that's going to work now. I mean, he's been the head – he's going to be the manager for the majority of the season. Um, at, by the time it's all said and done, I don't know if he's going to get any kind of – I hope he gets, like, some kind of he should get some. Can, he's got to at least get some votes, yeah. Yeah, he, he has to. 750 clip to see – like, <laughs> it's insane the amount they're winning and how many games over – Yeah. It's, it's insane. The uh, – so the Phillies sit at 72 and 56. Uh, they're, they hold the second wild card spot. They're two and a half games ahead – of uh, the trash San Diego Padres, uh, led by the disappointing Juan Soto. Uh, and they're four games ahead of the Brewers. Um, so it's the Brewers look like they're just flailing. And by the way, side note, how awful does that Christian Yelich contract look right now? Because he has been a <laughs> nightmare for a while now. Last two years, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I looked this up. ESPN is given the Phillies an 89% chance to make the playoffs while baseball reference has them at 98.6% and on a 91 win pace. Um, again, yes. I, I don't understand how ESPN can give them 89. Another place gives them near hundred. I don't understand how that works. Uh, <laughs> but, You're never um, good at math. So I mean, we didn't expect it to be. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know how one site can be 89 <laughs> and the other is 99. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, so the Phillies are going to start their, the series that, you know, they have a three game set here in Arizona. Uh, the Phillies, if people remember, I remember, uh, they were out in Arizona late August last year as well. They were swept in three games, and then they went on to lose seven of nine, uh, <laughs> which was another one of those August meltdowns from the Phillies. Um, but this team is in a much better uh, playoff position right now. However, you're going in against a D-backs team that just went to Chicago. They swept the Red Sox. Um, you know, that's a red, that's uh, the White Sox. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, the White Sox are battling for to win their division uh, and they're 12 and eight over the last 20 games. Uh, you know, this is a team that's not, not a team that you can just walk in and go, Hey, uh, yeah, we're going to beat them. You know, they got a guy like Christian Walker. Uh, he's that cleanup hitting first baseman. Um, he's got 30 home runs. He's hit 319 in August with six doubles, seven homers, and 20, 20 RBIs in 25 games. And then they have um, – it was it Zach Gallen, I think, who uh, – not Zach Gowan, the former one-legged wrestler, Zach Gallen, uh, who pitches <laughs> who pitches a, a Tuesday night. He has not allowed a run his last four starts. He's pitched 27 and a third straight scoreless innings and is 9-2 and two with a 2.66 ERA. So this is kind of a dangerous Diamondbacks team, dude. Like this is, this is not a team where the Phillies can just stroll in and be like, you know, this is this is another Cincinnati or Pirates uh, type thing. You know, like I said, you got Ranger Suarez game one, Nola game two, and Bailey Falter in that series finale. Um, and the Phillies are going to go up against uh, Mad Bum Gallon and the rookie lefty Tommy Henry. Um, you know, Bumgarner has been getting ripped lately. Um, he's 0-4 with like a 7-5 ERA in his last five starts, and opponents are hitting 340 off of him. Oh um, 
So coming up to this to this week, um, are you worried at all about these next few games? No, because like we said earlier, they, they, they're showing us they're beating the teams they should beat. Do I expect them to go six and one every week against their, you know, six and oh, five and one? No, I, I, I expect them to, you know, I expect them to hit some bumps, but I, I'd like, mm-hmm. you know, these are the series that I, I, I envision them winning the rest of the season. And it's not, I mean, we're not sweeping them all by any shot, mm-hmm. but I do think these are, you know, they're going to win. There'll be one or two in there that you might see, like, be tough and get a loss, but they're playing great ball right now. Harper's back. He's hitting okay. Ever since, you know, even when he went down in the minors, he was, he was mashing. So I yep. think having him is going to bring some extra juice. I just don't see him losing these, these series against these type of teams the rest of the way. I think I, they're just I, built different. I agree. I think this is a much, much different team. Look, you know, we came on here and we ripped them for losing to the Mets and stuff like that. And I do that all the time, but I've been very much on the record um, in saying, and even on the show, like, I think this team is just different. Um, I'm very confident that they're going to make the playoffs. We're going to have postseason baseball, unless there's just a ridiculous, like, like an epic, epic meltdown of just massive proportions. But I, I just, I just don't expect it with this team. That lineup is just different. They are built different. They're able to win these games with a leadoff hitter that bats 215. Like it's <laughs> it, like, it, it, and they're able to just dominate. Um, and look, you have three in Arizona and then you had right in the September in a weekend series against Gabe Kapler and the Giants. Um, and then you come home for, for six straight games against Miami and Washington. So they're going to listen, like, just listen to the September schedule for this team. You have three against San Fran, three in Miami, three in Wash, uh, against Washington, another three against Miami, and then Atlanta, Toronto, Atlanta again, and the Cubs. So, man, if you can wipe the floor, do what you're supposed to do against the San Frans, the Washingtons, and the Miamis, that losing to Atlanta might not be that big of a deal. No, but I still think that I think that because that's right now who we I think we're going to match up with come playoff time. So I'd like to how many I think what you said, I think it was like three or six left against them. I'd like to and we've been playing them tough a lot of the year. We've been playing them tough all year. It's been a pretty even series all all year. So um, as much, you know, they're in World Series champions. They're not I don't think they're the team they were last year. That's I think that yeah. series coming up against them. It may not mean anything for positioning because they're so far ahead of us. Yeah. And but in terms of you know confidence, I think that's that's a big series. So I, I see us win a lot of a lot of the rest of those series are pretty much you know we should take that series. I think the rest of this way, if you got to keep an eye on that one because you want to go out and play. You know if you know you're playing them in September, you know you're probably going to see them in October the first team. So you got you want to look good. Oh uh, no, I agree and. They have seven games remaining uh, against the, the Braves, three in Atlanta, and then they have a four-game set at the end of September uh, in Philadelphia. So that uh, that should be good. Uh, I'm looking forward to, to that series, like you just said. Um, so let's kind of, like, move a little bit, you know, further here. The Phillies have an off day this Thursday, finally, uh, you know, uh, um, before their final series of the year against the NL West in San Francisco. Uh, Friday is the Phil's last game on Apple TV plus, by the way, uh, <laughs> if you guys want to know that, uh, and their last regular season game that begins after eight ten PM, Thank the God. giants are been just, you know, my mirrored in mediocrity, uh, for months. And they're, you know, they're 61 and 65, but the only national league team poised to finished around, um, 
uh, around right around 500. Um, I can't believe this team won over 100 games a year ago um, with that moron for a manager. Um, <laughs> so uh, I was thinking like how 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 terrible it was that he was he won 100, 100 plus games last year and yeah, we got it, rid of him and then it just yeah. shows it. It's clear that it had nothing to do with him. <laughs> it just does not. Um, all right. So before we wrap things up, um, who was your, you know, your player of the week? I know there's a couple to talk about. I have one in specific, but uh, who did you have it's, in your mind? It's, it's, it's my guy. It's the guy I've been, I've been defending, you know, I've been defending against you for a while. It's got, it's gotta be Nola last two, mm-hmm. you know, he just comes in, shuts it down, complete game. And, and it's not again, you know, it's again, one against the lower tier teams, but he's doing what he needs to do. And it's just, it's all going towards confidence come postseason. He needs, he just needs a few more good starts and, you know, he's locked down. He's getting mm-hmm. ready for a big September. I, I, I really hope so. By the way, Albert Pujols just hit number 694. Um, so that's awesome. Um, so I'm going to go a little bit different because last week I did go with Aaron Nola as my player of the week. But I got a good one for everybody here. And I'm sure when I mention his name, people will be like, oh, that's right. I'm going to go with the, you know, the BCIB, the best catcher in baseball. Yes, uh, JT Real Muta, I'm just going to run some numbers with you guys here. The last seven days, which is what we cover, he's been, he hit 391 with a 440 OBP clip, a 739 slugging, and a 1.179 OPS, uh, one home run, eight RBIs. Um, nine hits and 23 at bats. Um, over the last 14, the two weeks, JT Real Muto is batting 400 <laughs> with a four with almost a 450 OBP. How about we go the last month? The JT Real Muto in the last 30 days is batting 305, uh, with a 955 OPS, four home runs, 18 RBIs, only 22 strikeouts. In eighty-seven and uh, eighty-five at bats, uh, thirteen runs, twenty-five hits. Uh, he's just been. By the way, he had three triples this month. By the way, just let everybody know, the a catcher had three triples. Um, he has five this year. Uh, so overall, we were, you know, becoming quite worried <laughs> about about this guy here because we thought, oh my gosh, like, are we going to be paying this this catcher over twenty million dollars a year? And he's just kind of rapidly kind of gone down. But if you look at it right now, through 109 games that he's played this year, he's got 14 home runs, 64 RBIs. He's batting 273. Uh, he's going to probably finish better than what he did last season in 135 games. He, I, he's not going to hit 25 and 83 like he did his first year in Philly. But I'm, I'm not going to complain if he ends up with 20 and 75 batting 275. I'm not going to, I'm not going to complain about that. Um, what's uh, by the way, he also has 16 stolen bases this year. So yeah. uh, this dude, it could be pushing a 2020 season as a catcher. Um, what's your thoughts on, on JT over the last month? I've been, it's, I think when, when we, when we first started, I think that was, I know, you know, JT was one of our guys where you just, you wanted a little bit more and we didn't know, you know, catching so many games. He's been a guy that's really played a lot of games, even in Miami. Mm-hmm. He's always played a lot of games, so you don't know yeah. how much wear and tear he's got. But, but to me, I, I always felt 
I thought like it's always gonna be a 260 guy. I didn't know if because he used to hit a lot down there. I figured he could still give you 15 to 20, but I always thought it was behind the plate is where he really, um, you know, really shined. And anything additional he can give you in terms of his offense that he still has is fantastic. But he's definitely got hot this last month, month and a half, and really stepped it up. And you love to see it because he's a guy that can give you yeah 2020. And he's a guy that now you could think about moving moving up a little bit in that lineup and. Maybe we don't have to leave Schwarber in the one hole. We can move, yes. you know, JT up. You get bomb up. Casty, Castellanos hitting well, but yeah, I'm, I, you're happy with what he does because again, yeah, best catcher in baseball. Probably mm-hmm. one of the best. Still the, one of the best behind the plate right now. Yeah. Um, and and that bat, if it's if it's heating up, it's it's just another thing with with Harper back. Another thing that's going to be great, and he just he has hit really well. Hit really well. For sure. And since uh, Bryce Harper, speaking of, of Bryce, you know, since coming back, uh, he played three games this past week. He's batting 300, 417 on base percentage. Uh, still no home runs. He sucks. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he hit uh, two RBIs, which was his first at bat back. First at bat back, yeah. Yeah, a two RBI single. Dude, how poetic would that have been? It was bases loaded with no. I was hoping for it. I think that was. I think everybody in that stadium had it. Like this yeah. is this is just the way it's supposed to play. Right. That if that if that would have happened, it would have been Bryce's so best weird. moment since being a Philly. It would have topped that game winner against the Cubs. Do Do you think he stays in the four hole? No, I don't. So who do you think bats for then? Do you think they're going to move Bomb? Because Bomb, you know, he's been doing okay. Do you think they put him in the four then? I think they have – I think when you get closer to playoff time, maybe even September, I think once Harper gets everything back under him, I think he works a lot better in the three hole. And I think Bohm works – would be really good in, in that four hole. Um, I just feel like Harper's a three hole hitter. I really, I just feel like that's just, just that's what he is. He's a three-hole hitter, um, and uh, you know, I, I mean, honestly, I think Schwerber should be in the four-hole or or Real Muto at this point. Um, but throughout the whole season, you know, Boom's been their best hitter, so mm-hmm. he, I, I would eventually swap him out with Harper. Um, then again, what's so good about this lineup, dude, is that your two, three, four, and five can pretty much be anyone anyway. between. Harper, Castellanos, Real Muto, Alec Bohm, or Schwarber until October when you really kind of get a set lineup in. So yeah. this lineup, man, is loaded. I mean, it's insane. That was – I think that would – to me, we were, I think we said it last time. Once you get – now that Harper's back, I think even, you know, Reese has been, you know, kept cooling off. But I just think that one through six right now is almost as potent as anybody in baseball when they're playing. Like, if every everything being equal – I don't know if there's an, a team that's really going to out out smash them, out you know, out hit these guys. Because I think they're all that good. I agree, dude. Like, it, like even like the last week, um, Reese is batting two twenty seven. So he's really just he's back to you know struggling. His last month he's batting two thirty. So it's been you know Reese is back to doing Reese things. Um, you know, for a long time though, Reese has been the kind of guy who's can bat 240, but, you know, have a month where he hits seven home runs and 20 RBIs. Um, you know, this month alone, he's got, what, six homers and, like, 17 ribbies. Uh, he's still on pace for 30 and, like, 80. 
oh, which yeah. is not too bad yeah, at all in the in the six hole, most likely. If I mean, I I, I don't want him ever batting two, but whatever. I guess Thompson's going to start trying out a bunch of different things to to really figure this out. Um, but nonetheless, it, this it's a fun team to watch, man. And as we get into September. Oh man, it's gonna be it's gonna be really cool to see what this team does. I'm I'm fairly fairly confident uh, we're gonna have a team win probably ninety to ninety three games, which is exactly what they were put together to do. This yeah. team is built to win. You and I said it in February. This team is built to win ninety games. They are. Um, if, that's why. If Nola can, if Nola can pitch. Pitching the playoffs, and I know it's it's you know playoffs are a different animal. The one and two right now are 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 up there, you know they're not equal to I think like a Degrom and Scherzer, but they're up there with this lineup that they can, if they can get to September. Well, I guess it's October now. If they can get to October, they're they have a shot against anybody. I do believe that. And I know that's part of me being excited and having playoff tickets and wanting to go to the world series, but Mm -hmm. I do think this lineup can hit with anybody. It comes down to a lot of the other teams pitching seems more consistent and they just, Oh, they have over the last few years, a lot of their guys. Yeah. But this is a team that I do believe can make noise when they get to September or get to October. And with this lineup and the pitching staff. It's a scary team to face in the first round of the playoffs with that offense. Uh, I, yeah. I, you know, absolutely agree. Um, all right. So Jay, before we get out of here, three against Arizona, three against San Francisco. What are you thinking for this week? Four and two. That's uh, that's where I'm going to sit. Four and two. Four and two yeah. um, I really want to say five and one. But the last time I did that, they had a losing week. So I'm just I'm just going to go four and two to, you know, to be safe there. Um, all right. So thank you guys very much for checking us out. We're sorry that's a day late, but, you know, life happens sometimes. So I had to push us off a day. Um, thank God Jason is super flexible. I mean, realistically, if he said no, I would have found a way to force him to just come on <laughs> for about 10 minutes. <laughs> Yo, last time I tried to stretch, though, I did pull a hamstring. So I don't know how flexible I really am, you know. Well, just get the chickies tomorrow night. That's all I care about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. This has been the Ring the Bell Phillies podcast. I'm Christy Francesco. That's Jason Kent. And uh, we'll catch you guys next Sunday or this Sunday coming up because we're already into the new week. Uh, Check us out anywhere you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, uh, Podbreaker, any of those 9 million places you can get on your app store, you guys can find us. So check us out. Uh, Keep listening. Rate and review. I really do appreciate it. And uh, we'll catch you guys down the road. Have a good one and go Phils. Bye-bye.